The next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. Dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby were six stone water jars used for the Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instructions. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, Jesus called the, or the master of ceremonies called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine. But you have kept the best wine until now. This miraculous sign at Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. Here ends the reading and you may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our creator, Jesus our savior and the Holy Spirit who inspires us all, amen. If you have ever driven along the interstate, I-90, between Minnesota and Montana, you may have noticed signs along the roadway advertising Wall Drug in Wall, South Dakota. Reportedly, there are signs for over 325 miles on either side of this famous drugstore, enticing people to make the stop at this store. The story goes that the signs first went up in the 1930s when business at the store had slowed to a trickle because of the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl. And the new owners of the drugstore realized that if they wanted to stay in business, they needed to coax travelers from the nearby highway to stop in. So as a marketing ploy, they set up these signs advertising free ice water to weary travelers. And of course, the signs worked, and people started stopping by in droves. And to this day, Wall Drug remains a favorite tourist destination for about two million travelers a year. Has anyone here ever been? <laughs> See, the signs work. Now, even though the signs advertising Wall Drug are what led to the store's huge success, the signs are not the thing. If you stopped on the highway and took a selfie with one of those signs and thought that you had had a Wall Drug experience, you would be oh so wrong. Because today that drugstore is 76,000 square feet full of merchandise that nobody needs, but everybody loves to look at. It all started with the signs, but the signs are not the thing. They only point to the thing, which is a multi-million dollar tourist 
destination. Well, speaking of signs, did you notice in our gospel lesson today after Jesus turns the water into wine that the gospel writer includes a little side note for us, the readers, It says that Jesus did this the first of his signs and revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. John is very intentional in calling this miraculous act of Jesus a sign. And as we have already discussed, the signs are not the thing. Signs point to the thing. In this story, the wine is the sign that points to the thing, and the thing is Jesus. Actually, John lifts up seven signs in his gospel. The one we read today with the wine. The other signs of Jesus are the healing of a royal official's son, the healing of the paralytic at the pool of Bethsaida, the healing of the man born blind, the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus walking on water, and the raising of Lazarus from the dead. Each of these are remarkable, miraculous signs, but none of them is the thing. They are all signs that point to the thing, and the thing is Jesus. Just like the signs leading up to Wall Drug tell you about things you will encounter at the store like free ice water, the signs in John's gospel tell us what we will encounter with Jesus. Things like an abundance of healing, an abundance of life, an abundance of food, and an abundance of drink. The signs point to Jesus who gracefully brings out the best wine when we were expecting the cheap stuff. Jesus who turns our ordinary, everyday gifts into something extraordinary. Jesus who creates a surprise ending when we thought the party was over. Signs, signs, everywhere signs. What do you think? Are there still signs around that point to Jesus? Well, let me make a hard turn in this sermon and ask this question. What if our lives are meant to be signs that point others to Jesus? What if our lives are meant to be signs that point others to Jesus? Well, first of all, we'd have to get over ourselves and realize that our lives are not about us. We are not the thing. We are the sign that points to the thing, and the thing is Jesus. The purpose of our lives, then, would be to show others what it is like to encounter Jesus. Last week, I got an email from Patty Stewart, who is a member here at Good Shepherd. She said she'd been thinking about my sermon from the week before and how I had talked about God moving into the neighborhood, God taking on flesh. And she had been pondering how she might put flesh on this idea and how she might help bring God's word into her neighborhood. Well, now, one of the things that Patty loves to do is she loves 
to bake pies, and she gives those pies to people that she knows are going through a challenging time. Well, recently, Patty gave a pie to a longtime friend whose mother had recently died. The mother lived in the Pacific Northwest, and so Patty's friend wasn't able to get there to be with her mom when she died. So certainly she was going through a challenging time, and so Patty brought the woman a pie. The woman wrote to Patty as a thank you, and this is what she said. I just wanted to let you know that your kindness last month has helped me help push me into a better direction. I know the ache will continue, but your kindness, which I have focused on quite a bit, was a God moment for me. You are living proof of a loving, gracious, heavenly Father who has not forsaken me in my darkest of hours. Thank you. Thank you for shining God's light for me in a time when I couldn't see through the darkness of loss and despair. You are living as Jesus. Thank you. Well, then Patty replied, You are so welcome. This is an affirmation for me to continue to take God's word into the neighborhood. Then the woman said, God is always good even when we are feeling abandoned, even when we want our plan and not God's. God works through us and in us. Just keep loving like you do. Sometimes that's all someone needs, a kind word, a kind gesture, a kind hug, You are a blessing. Now, in this story, the pie is not the thing. I mean, we would miss the whole point if we heard that story and all we thought was, gee, I'd like to get that pie recipe from Patty. The pie is not the thing. The pie is a sign that points to the thing, and the thing is Jesus. The real sign, of course, is Patty's kindness and generosity that showed this woman what it is like to encounter Jesus. Jesus who meets her in her grief with the promise that she is not alone. Listen, there is a lot of weariness in our world right now, a lot of grief and brokenness, and division, and frustration. And we are all traveling life's highway together. So what if, what if, as disciples of Jesus, our lives became signs along the way? What if our lives were not the thing, but they pointed to the thing, and the thing was Jesus? Jesus who offers an abundance of life and grace and healing and forgiveness. Jesus who brings out the best wine when we were expecting the cheap stuff. Jesus who gives a surprise ending when we thought the party was over. Jesus who can take our everyday ordinary gifts and turn them into something extraordinary. Sometimes all it takes is a jug of wine or a pie for others to encounter the God of abundant grace, the God who has not abandoned them, but is here, present, right now. 
God present that may look a lot like you or taste a lot like apple pie. Our lives are not the thing, but they are signs that point to the thing, and the thing is Jesus. Always Jesus. Amen.